0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. a were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Jumba. No by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Hollywood Casino Press Box. Now back to Frank Cusimano and Bob Ramsey on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
2: Welcome back. And now on the Hollywood Casino Press Box, we're going to talk about Missouri State. And their' successful basketball season so far with Jay Spoon Bob Ramsey and Jay. I know you guys go back way back, so it's nice to have you on. every time we have uh, Jay on, it's always fun conversation. How you doing, Jay? I'm good. Joe, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain at all. Uh, Frank's out at the uh, Cotton Bowl for Mizzou, for Mizzou Football, so uh, we were just talking about college basketball in the first segment, and uh, Bob Ramsey suggested we give you a call. and thought it would be a great way to talk about some college basketball and Missouri State's big upset against St. Mary's over the weekend.
0: Yeah, Jay, the yeah. Uh, you, guys, you guys went on the road to Moraga, and uh, St. Mary's, their record would tell you they're not uh, having the year they want, and you guys added to that, didn't you?
1: Yeah, and they really, their record, when you look at their schedule, you understand why their record is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't play, you know, they just don't play any games that you look at and go, okay, those are wins. So, every, you know, they've got Utah and Xavier and all kinds, UNLV, all kinds of games that they, he's not afraid to play anybody. He just he, He's trying to get games all the time. Uh, every, folks that were SLU fans remember Randy Bennett. And what, a, I mean, first of all, what a great guy. And then he turns into being one of the best coaches in the country. I was, so we, the way we do our scouts is the whole staff does the scout, right? Like a lot of times people will have like one assistant coach do a scout. So I, we're all scouting all of these teams at the same time. So I was just watching. I hadn't watched his teams in so long. You talk about just like an efficient machine of doing things the way you're supposed to do. It was such a good lesson for our guys. We used their team as an example of how to play the entire week when we were leading up to it. Huh? Which – Well, it's sort of it sort of makes guys mad sometimes. (laughs) Like you know, like hey, look how good these guys are, and and it'll be and guys will look at it and go, you know, okay, whatever. But see, the Bears have played them. Dana has played St. Mary's the last two years, and so this is the third game. And I sort of asked him, why do you keep doing this? (laughs) And he said, because I mean, my mentality is, golly, why would we want to go play St. Mary's? They're 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 just so good. And he said something really interesting. He goes, "You know, I always learn more about my team after this game. Huh. I learn, or how do you say, it? I learn something more about my team every time I play these guys." I thought it was such a great way of approaching all this
0: because they because uh, Randy gets them to play right. So, what will your team do against a team
1: that is so fundamentally sound? Yeah, there's going to be no change in Randy's team. There, you talk about like I don't know how how do they in, in your. Collegiate courses where you have like a blind study and oh, yeah. you had to have a constant. So they're a constant. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can gauge things off of them, and you know there's people that well a lot of people picked them to win the West Coast Conference. Yep, and I still think it's viable. And there's people that picked them to go to the Final Four. are I'm telling you, there's they're they do have some losses, but it's uh, they just have not shot the ball well. It's not that they can't shoot; that it just hasn't gone in yet. And when it starts going in, man, are they going to be something.
0: And so what did you guys do against them? Um, They didn't shoot well. That means, I'd like to think, that means you defended well. And I know you, offensively, you got to the line quite a bit and made them pay at the line. Were those actually two of the factors?
1: We always defend well. We really do. We have as good a defensive team, really, as I've been around. And, you know, the reason is mainly because of two guys that are St. Louis guys, or St. Louis area guys, Donovan Clay and Damian Mayo. Damian mm-hmm. went to uh, Chaminade, and Donovan went to Alton. And those two guys, you talk about being able to put guys on the other team's best players, and you really don't have to worry much about them. Hmm. I mean, they can just do it pretty consistently every night. They can they can do a good job. Obviously, like you know Tucker DeVries, we had, we had a hard time with him – but they've, they've really had success with, with guarding him. Both, both of those guys are really good defensively. But that, uh, going back to what you were asking, we showed, we showed basically St. Mary's setting screens and not getting out of the way before the screen, which guys like to do. When mm-hmm. it starts to get hard, some guys will vacate. Yeah, They don't. And uh-huh. they hit you every time. And you go in for a rebound, and they're going to hit you every time. And i got to tell you, none of it was dirty. I'm watching, I go back over game after game. It's not easy to get hit in the ribs and the chest and everything and not raise your arms and hit guys. And they just hit you with their shoulders and their hips and their chest. And people basically unball their fist against them. You know, they just say, hey, I I just want this game to be over. Please stop hitting me. And that's sort of how they do it. That's how they've always done it. And uh, so our thing was, you can't go out there and start hoping that this is going to be over. It's not going to stop. Right, So you better not react. And the Bears did such a good job of not reacting to physical play. We didn't get many bad calls. It was a great – for a road game, we got a great whistle. Um, but but we fell behind a couple of times by 10 points. The guys kept fighting. You know, just the, the stuff that every coach says you got to do, we really did a good job of that. So at least shows that we can do it.
0: So you're one and one in the Missouri Valley Conference. You know, as the conferences get bigger, more and more teams are playing at least one or two games in December. You're one and one, but it really kind of jumps off now, right? As you guys come, you don't play till next Wednesday, if I if I'm correct. And uh, the third,
1: I don't know the days. Yeah, get I to think. Christmas.
0: Yeah, next Wednesday at home against UNI. Mm-hmm. So I, and you'll get back to practice tomorrow, correct?
1: Correct. And so actually, the guys will report tonight. I'm going to stay and watch some games here in town. I'm in I'm in St. Louis now, so I'll stay and watch some games in town, and then I'll head back. But yeah, it's uh, well, and we play you and I, and that's they're a similar team to St. Mary's. They play similar way, and then you look at their record, and you're like, gosh, they've lost. I think they've lost five or six, but their RPI is inside of a hundred. They're like they were. I don't know what they are now, but they were like ninety five, mm-hmm. and so. Sometimes that the uh, the Ken Palm RPI stuff is a is a pretty valid gauge. Now, yeah. Sometimes you don't like what it is, but if you're <laughs> Northern Iowa, it at least validates that. Hey, we think we're a pretty good team, even though our record's not very good. But they're good.
0: And um, going into the year, everyone and you've played them. The Billikens have played them. Drake's really good. They were the uh heavy favorite to win the league, but that but that doesn't mean, you know, uh mean it's going to happen and I look at least half the league that's got to believe they can win the league, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean the Southern Illinois, you you know, you all saw them and you see Drake and you see Bradley. Bradley's had rough goes. You know what this shows you? Here's a little bit of this is the portal. Yeah. That it's really hard to have a consistent team, especially early in the year. So you'll get games. Anybody who follows a team, and that's the team you watch, you get frustrated thinking that your team is the only team that's doing this. And it's not the case. They're, every team is going through this. We, hit, we did not have a road win before going to St. Mary's. And you start thinking, oh, we can't win on the road. And, but So that's what our fans are like, man, what's wrong? Why can't you win on the road? And it's just sort of the way that it is that's how that how that's how it goes when you get on the road, and so like the Billikens go through the same thing. you have a game where you have a bad game with southern illinois, and then what they I watched the Drake game that was such a great game, and because we had just gotten done playing Drake, and they handled us like we we couldn't we couldn't guard them offensively we were not very good, we lost by double digits, and what the the bills did was really something um And so it goes up and down, and you're just trying to find – your team's got to find an identity where a lot of times in years past you knew what your identity was going into the year a lot of times. Now we're all using the the non-conference to try to figure out who we are. And coaches talk about roles and filling roles and knowing what your role is. That's harder now to to do than it's ever been.
0: Let's look at big picture – philosophy before we let you go and how things have changed in the last several years where it seems like and i know they're they're this is just you know more feeling than than uh technical research but it seemed like over the decades okay you might bring in a transfer maybe in a crazy year you'd bring in two and now isn't it isn't the expectation that most teams are going to turn over half their roster every year isn't that Kind of yeah. how it's going,
1: yeah, and o- over half might even be conservative, yeah, mm-hmm. you know if the, i'll tell you this if the no one knows what's going to happen with the two time transfer thing, but if it if it gets opened up, you're looking at free agency for everybody all the time, and you'll just have to you know what in a way i'm not going to complain about it one way or another, it's totally different than any of us have ever dealt with, you know mm-hmm. I mean it's just. And so it's just going to take an adjustment. However, in a way, it can be exciting. Hey, we're able to get this guy, and we're able to get this guy. A lot of times, you know, look at the – here's, here's the, the flip side. Back when you'd recruit some guy who came from Odessa College or from wherever, you didn't know anything about him. You had no idea if he was any good or not. You just heard that somebody gave him three stars. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're going to get a guy who's a transfer from Georgia, And you watched him play, and you know who he is. That's what it's going to be now. And you know, there's going to be serious drawbacks and things that you don't like about it. But you can either enjoy it or not. It's. I don't think it's going. I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. Um. It makes it really. It makes it really hard. Like every team's going to look like they're not coached very well. So a lot of people (laughs) are going to be. Well, everybody's going to be mad at their coaches all the time now. Like, why'd we do that? That was dumb. And then we'd, we'd sit there in agreement that yeah, that was really dumb, you know. But we didn't know that guy was you know going to do something like that. So you know, it's just how it's just how it's going to be now. It's just just settle in. Oh, one
0: more one more question. You and I had talked about this before, and I think we had a mild disagreement. And I think you're more pragmatic than me. And that is, I just don't like the new block charge rules. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it was a rule mm-hmm. that's seems like it's designed to try and make it more like pro ball, which I don't want. I want the game separate. I don't understand the people that want them to be the same. And maybe that's just me trying to cling to the past. Uh, if that's the case, no, I'll admit not it. Not
1: that, Ramon. Don't be so hard on yourself. This is only your. This is just your inherent bias against the NCAA. <laughs> that's they can do nothing that you would agree with, even if it's an obvious thing that makes the game better, which this is. Uh, Why is it better? First of all, the wall up rule where you can jump vertically. Mm-hmm. So they put the arc in there, right in the in the middle of the lane. Well, it used to be that guys were c- coaches were constantly teaching people to slide over, get in front of these guys, and take charges. Yeah. In a way, it's a it's a chicken, you know what way of guarding. Yeah, yeah. It allowed now. It allowed guys like. Bob Ramsey and Jay Spoonhour to be able to play in a game Cause where guys we'd were take up a by charge
0: because we had no talent
1: <laughs> when we couldn't even touch the foam on the backboard. <laughs> guys who are sticking their elbows on the glass are now having to worry about us. It's not right. So, in a way, you're the one being unfair, and I think you should acknowledge it. Okay, <laughs> that you want to continue this to go on. But here, here no, honestly, the, the deal where you can jump vertically. And the referees, you know, do a good job of not calling it. Hmm. Where if you go, as long as I go straight up and I, I got to get all the way in front of him, I can't be off to the side. But as long as I'm in front of the guy and I jump, you're going you're to cut down on injury, number one. Plus, you get a whole bunch of really cool-looking plays. The play where the guy goes in and hits the guy with his basically his knees and he hits the guy in the shoulders and they all fall to the ground. Mm All right. Here's here's
0: one last desperate effort for me to try and save face on this topic. (laughs) And that is, I feel like the rule helps promote playing four out and five out and, Let's teams out athlete the other team rather than playing basketball. But look, I, you know, I came right up in a time I mean, where you're everybody,
1: not wrong about it. You're not wrong.
0: But, that's what it is. You know, and I like to run, like to see them run plays, and that just yeah. a that's team. a lost art.
1: Well, it's everything's going to follow the NBA. So I'm amazed we're still at a 30 second clock. It won't be. Yeah. Um. They're you know they're trying to keep some sort of separation between the two, but they just want. You know, we all Joe. I, Joe probably doesn't have kids, but Joe does. If when Joe has kids, his kids will not sit and watch games on TV like we did. My kids don't watch games on TV like I
0: did. No, mine don't either.
1: They're, the viewership of the whole thing is going down. What's What's rising is the highlights. Mm-hmm. People watch stuff on their phones, but I think the NCA rightfully is scared to death that people aren't going to watch games anymore, and they got to do. They got to try to do something to increase it in the same way that Major League Baseball thinks people want to watch home runs which I think is wrong these guys think that people want to watch one-on-one basketball okay but that's what they think
0: Well, time will tell I suppose Mm -hmm. and time will tell Missouri State Bears making a run at the Missouri Valley Conference title good luck to you guys let's uh, make sure we touch base again as we get into the heart of the conference season um Happy New Year to you and your family, Jay, and to the Missouri State Bears, Coach Ford, and the whole program. Appreciate you taking a few minutes today.
2: You as well. See you, Joe. See you. Nice to talk to you again. Beautiful. That was awesome. That was, that was a great interview. It's it's crazy how cra- uh, college basketball has changed. and I think Jay actually made a lot of points about uh, the, the block and charge rule, but I kind of like the uh, I like how they had a, the old rule because it brought more incitement to it, too. Well, There's always some guy, scrappy guy out there who's going to make a play with a minute and a half left, and it was gonna get a foul and turn the tide. I, I thought that when you draw a charge
0: and the, your whole bench yeah. stands up it's and a, they're roaring, that yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's just different. It's, it's just a little different. bit more excitement
2: to college basketball. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but let's take another break, and then when we come back, we're gonna do a, a five for Bob and Cole.